Steve Christie didn't do himself any favors yesterday. Didn't do himself any favors yesterday. Uh, coming on the show and trying to say why he supported the Green Valley Out of Business Golf Course, Kanoa Hills. Um, the land owned, the golf course owned by Morgan North, who owns Borderlands Construction, gets a lot of contracts with Pima County, which is fine. This guy, and I'm getting hit up by some guy on Twitter and Facebook telling me I should respect. No joke, I swear to God. I need to respect. Where, where, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me get the exact thing right here because this is pretty cool. Morgan is a stand-up kind of a man, which is more than I can say for the Board of Supers. This was a Huckleberry deal that he pushed through. There's nothing shady about Morgan or his son. I never mentioned his son. I don't care. They give a great deal to the local community and should be respected. This is what somebody named George Wright wrote to me. Morgan was already partners in Kanoa Hills, San Ignacio, and Kanoa Ranch golf courses before he purchased it outright. They reopened both Kanoa and San Ignacio golf courses, then closed Kanoa as it was losing big money. That's not true. Green Valley News reported in 2014 Morgan bought it and it was already closed. Why would he buy a closed golf course? Anyway, he says he purchased it very cheap, not for development, without rezoning uh, from residential housing, I guess, RH, whatever. It would not be feasible to rezone 20 acres that are broken up into separate parcels. Whatever it is. He said, this is a Huckleberry deal. That is where you should be focusing your attention. Well, I'm like, you know what? Morgan agreed to it. And he actually, Morgan called into um, somebody that works here in this building uh, or somebody called into this, somebody that knows Morgan called in and tried to get my information to talk to me because Morgan wanted to set me straight because apparently there's misinformation. And uh, what was it again? He's not. Uh, well, anyway, this person said, I'm not giving you Garrett's number. Give me his number. So Ryan reached out to Morgan and we invited him on the show to state his case. And he declined. Um. He just wanted to talk to me off the air for 10 minutes. I was not interested in that. I, you know, I can't, I've talked to people off the air. I get it, but this was an on the air thing. Either you come on the air and state your case, which is fine. If I'm getting it wrong, say it on the air. We even invited him in the studio, but then we were told, he told Ryan, he's too busy. Too busy. Whatever. Uh, so to, uh, talk about all this stuff and apparently Steve again, um, had it very off yesterday about the amount of parks in green Valley, everything else to, re- to react to all this. Allie Miller, uh, Pima County Supervisor District 1 joins us now. Allie, good morning. How you doing? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? Good. I, I want to play some sound bites from the interview yesterday real quick and, and have you comment. Um, okay. Ryan, can we play, um, I need you to play number 74. Right out of the gate, uh, Steve, the Supervisor Christie, came out guns a-blazing and, uh, and said this. Here we go. I'm doing great, and I'm looking forward to refuting all the false allegations that Supervisor Miller made on your show yesterday and, wow. if possible, issuing uh, several personal challenges to Supervisor Miller as we progress. So uh, personal challenges. I, I guess it meant um, stop funding the parks that already existed in your district. But <laughs> So anyway, yeah. afterwards I said, hey, do you want to come into the studio? Monday or Tuesday, I sent him a text, never heard back, which is fine. He's on, I don't know if he's out of town, whatever, but he has I'm my number. I'm willing to do it. Okay, you're willing to do yeah. it. Yeah. Get to the, the bottom of this, because he tried to paint you to be uh, a bit out there. Let's. I want to play one more and have you comment on this. Okay. Um, number, let's do, uh, let's do 68. Let's do 68. Uh, he tried to compare parks to parks and stuff. Here we go. If it's so bad that we're going to spend maybe seventy to $90,000 a year 
for one park to keep it open, it's got to be equally as bad to spend $3 million in maintaining 17 parks that the whole county is paying for in Supervisor wow. Miller's district. $3 million. Steve, I mean, now, I know you know. You know thing. Yeah, she okay. has, let me tell you uh, just one more very mm-hmm. interesting fact on park maintenance. It costs $3.1 million a year to maintain the parks in Supervisor Miller's district. And that, to me, I think is a huge amount of money. But, you know, Green Valley and my district, which goes north from Mount Lemon, south all the way to Green Valley, the cost of maintaining our three parks is $362,000 for three parks. It costs ten times that amount to maintain the parks in Supervisor Miller's districts. Yet there's no outrage over that huge three, over over her tenure on the board, five and a half years. That's $15 million at least that could have, in her fuzzy thinking, gone to the road, Derek. Uh, Derek. That's Garrett. Uh, what's your reaction to that? Well, first of all, I didn't realize we're in a contest over who has the most parks, and, and it is not true that District 4 only has three parks. And that's I think his. anybody that lives there knows better. Um, I think it's closer to 20. Um, there are various types of parks and various, you know, they have ranches, Kanoa Ranch, all of these ranches in Green Valley that are for the open space. But end of the day, that isn't what this is about, and it's not about the Borderlands construction you know, the gentleman there, what it's about is he, uh, Supervisor Christie, has been supporting and touting that we need a sales tax to fix the roads. And the reason he says that we need the sales tax to fix the roads is because we don't have any funds to fix the roads. And to do this in the middle of discussion, to, to come out and say, oh, we need to take this park in at this time, and there, uh, I, I don't know what he's talking about misinformation, we had three different memos from Chuck Uckleberry, and if you've ever gotten his memos, the the terms and numbers change every single time, and they conflict. But it, it went from, you know, uh, 90000 for improvements. They had information about possibly purchasing uh, a maintenance building, which they didn't end up doing, but also $300,000 for the restrooms is the estimated cost to build them, and they're saying, we're hoping to solicit donations from the community. Well, we did that on the uh, memorial, that January 8th memorial, and we aren't seeing the funds come rolling in for that. And then it's going to be $100,000. That was the last number we got from Chuck in the latest update memo was $100,000 per year for maintenance. And that number went up from 80000 in his memo two weeks prior, and it already went up 25%. End of the day, we don't need to keep spending money that we don't have. And that's what this is about. Uh, you know, we bailed out American Airlines. We bought $16 million worth of land we didn't need. We built a, a wastewater building for a million dollars, or we bought it that we didn't need. A $5 million lab for the U of A at the wastewater plant. The church property, I don't know if you remember that, that we overpaid for. On and on. And all of these things add up. And and to I I personally could never sit and look the taxpayers in the eye and say we need more money when this kind of thing is going on. So to say that we need to uh, you know close down the parks in District One, I think that's just ridiculous. And uh, we need to uh, really start 
focusing on cutting the spending versus to continue to add parks to do this kind of thing. And quite frankly, in the scheme of things, this isn't a huge amount of money, but it all adds up. It really does. Yeah. Um, now, this golf course, again, um, I'm getting hit up with, and I know you don't want to talk about uh, the Borderlands guy, and it is what it is. But he bought a golf course, according to the Green Valley News, that was already out of business. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It was already out of business, so it's just sitting there. So I don't know why you'd buy something already out of business unless you were going to open it up again. Who knows? But so, that's his personal ex- Exactly, and, that, and that's fine. Um, but if he was letting it fall into disrepair, is it the county that would fine him if, if it was overgrown? Would it be an HOA in that area? Do you have any idea how that would work? Well, if there are uh, weeds overgrown and uh, it becomes, as Sheriff Napier described it, as a major fire hazard... Um, that should have been addressed. Um, you know, the residents I should have contacted the county, and that should have been addressed. Um, I don't know what transpired. I don't know the records of what happened there, but all of that should have been addressed. And um, this is going to be a huge expense. That was the memorandum we got from the Parks and Rec Department. It is going to cost a lot of money. And the people are calling already is what we're hearing. They're already contacting us saying we need this park cleaned up. And it's just an expense we don't need. And it's, it's you know, I just look at it and go the optics of the whole situation for the taxpayers, right? We can't fix your roads. We haven't been able to fix your roads for 20 years. Yet every time, you know, we want to do the courthouse, well, we can mortgage the buildings for that. We want to build soccer fields, well, we can go and mortgage buildings for that. And this golf course is just adding insult to injury, and uh, that's what this is about. It's not about who's got the most parks or who's costing what. And, and we are getting that data just, just to uh, make sure, but uh, we couldn't get it this quickly. But, you know, to look at that, and um, end of the day, uh, it is something that uh, we should not be doing now. Uh, we should not be taking in more parks. We shouldn't be taking on anything. We should, and, and think about it. Uh, it's Supervisor Christie's plan just fix the roads mm-hmm. this is there you go steve if you wonder why we're not able to get the roads fixes yeah it's not much money it's just a little bit well if you add them all up you can't just fix the roads and this is the problem and it's been the problem for years this is what chuck huckleberry does every time he sees a piece of land he wants or he wants another building whatever he wants he'll go and do it and end of the day, the roads always suffer, and they're the last priority, and it should be the first priority. I do agree with Supervisor Christie on that, but I hope he I hope he looks at this and goes, yeah, you're right. You know, I'm saying just fix the roads, and then I want to do this. Um, and as long as we continue doing this kind of thing, taking in parks that we shouldn't be taking in, we're going to continue with this road problem. We're not going to solve the problem. Um, I want to, uh, I, can I keep you over for just a couple of minutes? I want to ask you one, because I don't sure. know how this works. I mean, Steve said he wasn't involved in the negotiations when I asked him. I'll play that soundbite when we get back. Okay. Um, and, and then, so I want to find out if, if this happened, if all of a sudden somebody's going to donate a whole bunch of land to your district, would you be involved? Don't answer that now. Okay. We'll do that in a second. And then I want to ask also about this, this whole idea of what Steve wants to do, which is to have this new tax, a sales tax. Um, rumor has it that it wouldn't even be dedicated to actually fixing the roads. So I wanted to get that talked about as well. Hang with me if you don't mind, Allie, okay? Okay. All right, thank you. Allie Miller, Pima County Supervisor, District 1, right here on KNST AM 790.
Wouldn't that be good? By the way, this entire show, Ryan will put it up at um, my iHeart channel, iHeartRadio.com, search Garrett Lewis. Also, I'll put it up on my, I'll get it out there. I'll put it on KNST.com. We're going to put all, and, and specific parts of it too, the calls, the segments, my rants. It's just really good. And I can say that because I've been doing it. But anyway, we'll continue right now. Oh, is that bad? It's good. It's good. Uh, Pima County Supervisor Allie Miller, District 1, rejoins us. Hi, Allie. Thank you for hanging Hi. out. Um, just so we can clarify also, on the video, um, that the whole this whole thing that came down a couple days ago and we played it on the air was on your YouTube page, the whole video of the Pima County Supervisors meeting, uh, you said that the the taxes, that the property taxes that are paid by the, the owner of this Golf course were eighty eight hundred bucks a year, but it's actually more than that, isn't it? Yeah, that was a mistake, um, and we went back and clarified it. It's roughly nineteen, a little more than nineteen thousand per year. So there's some more lost revenue, and every time you, the county takes these properties in inventory, we're shrinking the tax base. So more and more has to be absorbed by the you know the taxpayers in the community. Um, so here we go yet again. Why wasn't this, you know? We we have to stop taking these lands into the county inventory. We just have to stop doing that because we're shrinking the tax base, and the taxpayers that are here are getting overburdened. As you know, our mm-hmm. our primary property tax rate is about three more than three times the rate in Maricopa County, and we've got to we've got to get our spending under control, and we have to stop uh, doing business the way that we've been doing it. Uh, I agree. So this guy bought an out of business golf course in 2014 and was paying a little over 19 grand a year approximately in property taxes. I mean, why, why would he do that? Why would he keep it? Why would he want, I mean, it just makes no sense, but I want to hear, let's play, Ryan, can you play number 73? I want you to hear this. I asked Steve this yesterday. Here we go. Who, who was, who was part of negotiating all this? Just Chuck Huckleberry? This was between the, the, uh, I'm sure it was between the, the county administrator, Mr. Huckleberry and the parks and recreation department. You had nothing to do there. You were you're, you represent the district. You didn't have any say. I didn't. Ha- I didn't have any of the actual negotiations because I put it out to the community for, to allow them to find uh, uh, if this was something that they wanted to back and wanted to support, and they overwhelmingly did. Okay. First off, would you know if this happened in your district? Would you be part of that? Or I mean, I, I don't know how this works. Who would be? Wouldn't it, wouldn't the supervisor that represents the district be somehow involved in the negotiations? Yeah, I, I, you know, I think that they might get a, you know, people would approach them and talk to them about a possible donation. And I can tell you uh, his, his office was intimately involved in this because I have a copy of a memo from August of 2017 where um, it appears his chief of staff was inquiring about um, the, the uh, donation of the Kanoa Hills Golf Course and they got a response back from Chuck Huckleberry that said the response from Parks and Rec, Rec indicates that they would decline the donation. Is that so, because, and Steve said that's because they were under the impression it would actually be a golf course. Um, no, that's not the case. If you read the uh, response back from them, which I have, they're talking about the cost of cleaning it all up. They said it's going to be very expensive. There's culverts. There's standing water. There's going to be mosquitoes that have to be abated. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of um, you know grasses. I think it's buffalo grass that's growing. And once you start, we're only supposed to be clipping that down a couple times a year. Once you start doing that, guess what happens when you trim your plants back? They grow like crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's going to probably get even you know become even more difficult to maintain in terms of keeping those grasses and and things down. 
So, uh, yeah, it, you know, as far as how that all transpired, it's very clear that uh, his chief of staff did an inquiry in August asking uh, Mr. Huckleberry about the status on the, uh, the proposed donation. Man, this is, uh, I mean, again, that's, we, we just, I think we all need answers for this. So, so you would have been involved. He said well, he wasn't I really involved. Well, I wouldn't be necessarily involved in a negotiation, mm. but, you know, if some, I've had uh, a person that was interested in donating a few acres of land and they came in to see me. I referred it over to, I think it was the floodplain. And then they, they have to go through the real okay. estate division here and do that. So, I, yeah, as far as being involved in the details of negotiation, no. And you're, and you're getting you're saying there are a lot of people that are calling up and uh, emailed a lot of attention has well you know I'm place. already hearing that that there are people who are you know the minute this got taken into the county inventory they're wanting you know of course they're going to want it cleaned up they've been sitting yeah. there for I don't know how many years while this course has been closed with weeds and there's I, I, from what I understand there's about 500 houses that butt up to this golf course so they're sitting there overlooking a you know a, a weeds and overgrown golf course when they purchased the home they paid a premium to sit on the edge of that golf course and now they're looking at an overgrown mess yeah it's gross so i'm sure they're going to jump on that and get say we want it cleaned up yesterday of course uh can you hang on i just got to get a couple more things to you like what would happen if there wasn't a deal what would it what would the land do how would it be how would it be handled and then i want to talk about again the gas tax Uh, The gas tax revenue. Can you hang on for me if you don't mind? Sure. All right. Thank you. Uh, Allie Miller. We will continue in five. Here is Fox. Now let's continue with Allie Miller, Pima County Supervisor, District 1. Um, All right, Allie. So let's let's just talk about, uh, I mean, again, we're talking about, you know, we have the Steve Christie thing. And by the way, the the invitation is still out there if if Steve wants to sit down with you in studio. Yes, um, absolutely. You know, I'm available any uh, Monday or Tuesday, any time that he wishes to come in. I'm I'm happy to come in. Okay, that's it. That that's cool. That is uh, that is very yep. very very cool. I appreciate that. Now, what if the land uh, this guy had it didn't want it anymore? Stop paying taxes, whatever it is, and the county wasn't going to accept it as a donation. What would happen? Would we go into uh, foreclosure, or the state would take it? What what would happen? Well, I'm not sure. I don't know. You know, if he had a if he has a loan on it, I'm not sure. You know, if if it would go into foreclosure, but end of the day, I it would be, you know, he would default on a loan or technically like who would be responsible if he just stopped taking care of it? And it got bad. Would have you know he would the county eventually have just have to take care of it? How would that work? Um, if he owns the land, or if you know, if I if I let weeds get overgrown on my property, I'd be cited to have to do the cleanup. Mm-hmm. I know we have a lot of folks who. Uh, when we had the homeless encampments, that they come in and get in the washes behind their properties, and they actually own the land. Pima County finds them, and and there was one elderly lady. It was pretty sad that they went after and told her she had to pay for the cleanup. We oh. did get that that uh, you know that decision changed, but you know a lot of folks have had to pay money to have to do those cleanups when they move into the washes. So. Um, you know, they would cite the individual who owned the property, you know, in, in this case on the golf course, if he didn't keep it, you know, if it was a fire hazard or a safety hazard of some sort, they ha- we have ordinances in place that we can um, cite people. And then eventually, if they don't do what they're supposed to do, Pima County can, in fact, take them to court. Well, because the reason I asked that, too, is because I remember in the original video from the Tuesday meeting you had, I think it was Huckleberry. Can you play 45, Ryan, real quick? I just want to make sure I'm getting this right. I want you to be able to hear this. Um, this was at the Pima County Supervisors meeting. Here we go. 
but it's going to be put on the Pima County taxpayers, I have no doubt. And we're going to have to Okay, so we have that. Hang on. That, that might be the one. And I think it was either Huckleberry or somebody that said at the meeting that um, that that it, if, if you know, the, we don't accept it as a donation, it's going to go fall back into whatever, and the state's going to take it over. We're going to be stuck with it, blah, blah, blah. Do you remember that part of the meeting? I do, and, and I, I'm not real clear on yeah. that, why he said that. I'm not clear why, why would it go to the state. Maybe he was planning to donate it to the state. I'm not sure. In that case, I say, good, give it to the state. Let them maintain it um, versus Pima County taxpayers. I mean, what's the, what's the big deal if the state takes it? It was something Chuck and uh, Supervisor Christie wanted, and they were going to do it. It didn't matter um, that we're in the middle of this crisis with our roads, which, uh, as you pointed out, are a huge safety hazard, and we're willing to uh, let that safety hazard continue while we take care of this. Um, that's, that's the bottom line. And, and, you know, I really, as far as Supervisor Christie yesterday talking about the malicious you know, attacks and that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. If that's what asking questions is now called a malicious attack, that's my responsibility as an elected official to ask questions. And I think the questions are very valid. And I think the taxpayers, based on their voting uh, here recently, not approving bonds, not approving sales taxes, people are fed up with it. And they want things straightened out and cleaned up. And they want us to prioritize spending and I think uh, if they, even if they get a uh, sales tax on the ballot, I think the taxpayers are going to say no. Oh, especially uh, after the bond election from a couple of years ago. I mean, yeah. people have had enough. They said no, and then Chuck went ahead and did the courthouse to the tune of twenty-five million already, and he's got a memorandum out on the uh, the uh, soccer complex he's planning to build that he's going to spend up to fifty-three million oh, on that. My God. Yes. And uh, you never know what he's going to spend until he gets to the end. He keeps adding, you know, adding uh, contracts on, so you really don't know. Like the courthouse, it started out at $6 million, then he added more and more. He's now at the $25 million that was on the bond election. 67% of the voters said no. Their priority is to get the roads fixed. The only one that can't get their priorities straight are the Pima County Board of Supervisors. We're the ones that can't get our priorities straight and get these roads fixed. And the reason for it is every time we see a new shiny object, we either got to buy it or we got to do it for one of our friends. The, the courthouse, that's one that really bothers me because it's being done to accommodate people in the community, a very small special interest group, and that's the problem. Yes, it is. Uh, and real, real quick, not, not to, we'll get to the money thing in a second, especially with the, the new gas tax that they want uh, or the new sales tax that would go to roads, right. allegedly. But real quick, Steve kept talking about, Steve Chris kept talking about how the public, there was outreach and everything else. Is there anything official? Did they actually ask the public? Did he introduce anything? Is there any evidence that the people oh. of Green Valley actually wanted this? Oh, I think the people around the golf course. Yeah, of course There they was did. a contingent in the room. Uh, there was a group from Green Valley Council who, by the way, gets a $75,000 donation from Pima County taxpayers each year to fund their nonprofit. Okay? So they're wow. here to support um, purchasing this golf course and the people that live around it, just like the situation in Oro Valley. Of course they're going to want somebody to take that over and clean it up and keep it in good repair. Um, you know, that isn't a surprise. The, the other amazing comment I thought was when Chuck Huckleberry said, 
well, the valuations on those properties are now going to go up exactly. because they have a cleaned up park. And they're going to, you know, once the valuations go up, their taxes are going to go up, which means that we'll be paying for the maintenance. Really? Did those, pe- did those people in the room hear that? Did the people living around the golf course hear that? That, they, that their, val- their uh, valuations gonna are going to be jacked up yep. next year and their taxes are going to go up to pay for this? I'm not sure they did. I don't think they did either. Um, and, and it's going to happen to the rest of us as well. Oh yeah, we got to we got to got to find money to pay for it somehow. Um, <laughs> yeah, re- really, I mean it's not it never ends. Really quick, Allie, the uh, is Steve Christie idea of uh, a sales tax, and they claim it'll lower property tax somehow. But this sales tax, um, yes, will all of that if they get this through, and they won't because you're going to vote against it, and it needs to be unanimous. Um, will if they ever did though. Would they be required to make sure that every penny of that be used to fix roads? Um, I think the thing people need to understand, there are statutes, provisions for a a sales tax specific to roads, and then there's a general sales tax. What what we're looking at here on the Board of Supervisors is a general sales tax, and that is uh, passed by a unanimous vote of the Board of Supervisors. I can tell you, uh, Chuck is lobbying to get that change from unanimous to simple majority. And it would be a unanimous vote or a simple majority vote. The tax is immediately enacted, and it is a general sales tax. And uh, I pulled the statutes, and in it, all it says, the county shall use these revenues to support and enhance countywide services. There is no audit function. There is no teeth in the statutes, and that's what we're governed by. We can put a ordinance out, the Pima County Board of Supervisors, and say, yeah, we're going to have a special thumb, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, but we can change that with a simple majority vote. From year to year, we could go, okay, this year we're spending half of it on roads, next year we're only going to spend 10% of it. Wow. That's the thing that people need to understand. Um, and they're also... Uh, trying to get a gas tax passed. Uh, as you know, there's the legislature is still in session, so I hope people contact their legislators and say, please do not change this from a unanimous vote. There's a reason that these statutes are set up this way. It should not be an easy thing to pass a sales tax. And this would be, uh, you know, if it goes to a simple majority of a board of supervisors, I think it's a very dangerous precedent to set. Yeah, it really is. Well, thank you for bringing that to light. Nobody knew about that. The fact no, that they don't I mean, if, if, if this, it, if this somehow went through, that he could use the money for whatever he wants, not yes. just roads. Yeah, and and they were already talking about it. Well, Richard Elias wants fifty million off the top of these funds to be going to uh, nonprofits to help the poor. And my position wow. is, if we want to help the poor, let's stop ta- taxing them to death. That might be a good start. Stop spending the money and, and start getting our spending under control, and we bring a lot more people out of poverty. And if we fix the roads, we bring in business. That, that expands the tax base, and then we'll have more jobs. It, it, it just is common sense, in my opinion, that you know if we want to fix this problem, we truly could. But the will is not there. Right. The will is not there to fix the roads or to prioritize the roads. No, and know, that's the yeah, problem. I know you have it. Listen, uh, thank you so much for joining us. If I get contacted, if I'm contacted by Steve Christie over the weekend, I will let you know. Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm open and ready. I got the uh, spots. Uh, I'm holding them if we hear anything back. Okay. Thank you, Allie. I appreciate it. Okay. Take have care. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you. Allie Miller, Supervisor District 1 on KNST.